0: Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envisioned for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Are you tired of feeling puffy and inflamed, digestive issues, gas, bloating, brain fog, and just plain feeling worn out? Well, we got you. Starting January 22nd, we are starting our Hansen Method cohort for 2024. To make sure that you are a good fit and eligible for our signature program that helps women, on average, lose 20 to 30 pounds and reduce thyroid symptoms by 80% in six months or less, book a call with us, go over to the show notes, schedule a call, meet with myself or an advisor, to see if you are a good fit for the Hansen Method. I'll see you guys on the inside. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about some common mistakes that I see in food journals when people are trying to improve um, their energy, lose weight, and obviously improve thyroid function. And there's two common things that I see pretty, pretty repetitive. (laughs) Um, so I wanted to go into what they are first and foremost, and then obviously go over how to rectify these two areas and also why they're needed for improving thyroid, weight loss, energy management, all of the things. Okay. So the first one that I see is low potassium. The second thing that I see is low protein. So let's go into protein first, because I think most of us, if we have been around the dieting world or the industry, we hear all the time that we should have more protein. I've had a lot of clients come back and they're like, I feel like I just, I'm growing gills or (laughs) I feel like I'm going to grow feathers and turn into a chicken because I'm, just eating so much chicken or whatever. So for me, when I am working with a client, I don't necessarily recommend like only chicken and turkey or only fish or whatever. Like I want you to have a wide range of chicken, turkey, beef, lamb, um, Deer meat, like if you guys are hunters or your husband husbands are hunters, because that will reduce the food fatigue that I think a lot of us experience when we get into this dieting mentality. When and, and this is true for myself when it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm it's a little bit after the holidays and I need to, you know, trim back a little bit, I get stuck in this idea of chicken broccoli, rice. (laughs) I feel like that is a very, very common dieting meal because everybody's like, oh, well, it's macro, it's balanced macroly, right? So you're getting protein, carbs, and fats. Um, But here's my issue with that. And this is what I've seen since I started coaching people in 2017 is you get bored. Like, That's why a lot of diets I don't believe work is because people get really bored and experience that food fatigue. So number one, eat a wide range, grill it, um, air fry it, uh, smoke it. That's the word that I was looking for. (laughs) Smoke it, bake it, um, you know, put it in dishes, However, you know, put different sauces on it or marinades or, um, different herbs. Like don't get stuck into, I have to eat this thing this one way. Um, because if you're anything like, like, I know there's a lot of people (laughs) out there. Like a lot of my clients are like, Janet, I just like to eat the same thing over and over again. I just get in a habit. It's really easy. And actually, you know what, I'm going to throw in like a third, (laughs) A third mistake that I see, and that is eating the same things over and over again all year long. So this kind of leads, so that first part leads into the second part where our nutritional needs change based off the season. Whatever your beliefs are, higher power, God, I obviously believe in God, it was designed that these foods go into season. So here in Arizona, citrus is getting ready to come into season and it comes in season in the winter months when you need a little bit more vitamin C to help with your immune system, to help with energy, to help with vitamin D levels and stores and iron levels and all of these different things. And so (laughs) it has when I started to look at things coming in and out of season and our nutritional needs, it was kind of like a mind-blowing experience for me because I'm like, wow, like (laughs) there is something bigger at play here. And this is why I also believe that for all of us, depending on lifestyle, depending on where we're at, perimenopause, postmenopausal, that our body is going to need something different. And it's really up to us to be able to adapt to those situations and learn from those situations. Um, so going back into protein and why that is so important for us. So, I'm going to let you guys in on a little tiny secret. Um, when I do HTMA testing, and this is, this is why I love HTMAs, you guys, because I can tell things (laughs) about people and it's not for like good or bad or whatever, but the truth of the matter is, is it helps me get a baseline of like, where is this person really struggling? So I don't usually say this to clients on coaching calls. Um, or not on coaching calls, but on reviews of their HTMAs, I more so go, like, into other stuff, I don't, (laughs) um, with them, but for me, mentally, like, I kind of lock it away, and then I obviously validate this through their food journals, and most of these women are getting probably 50 grams of protein per day, um, which is very, very low. So protein is made up of amino acids, and there are 22 amino acids that are broken down into really two different categories here. Essential, or non-essential, meaning the body can make them, and essential, meaning the body can't make them, and we have to acquire them through our food. Protein makes up about 20% of our body weight and is the primary component of muscle, hair, nails, skin, eyes, and internal organs, especially in the heart. So our immune system requires protein for the formation of antibodies that helps fight infection, helps support autoimmunity, right? <laughs> protein um, also helps to manufacture hormones, antibodies, and enzymes and preserves the proper alkaline to like pH balance inside the body, which is really important for hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, right? And we'll dive more into that hopefully a little bit later. But I, I'm i going to bounce back to the HTMAs. So when I am looking at an HTMA and I see that someone's phosphorus levels are low, I know they're not consuming enough protein. And then there's another line on the htma that is your barium and that is usually high the higher it is not always but usually the higher it is the more someone is consuming refined sugar refined wheat whatever because they use barium to bleach the items okay so when i see phosphorus is low barium is high i know the person is eating a carb based diet, generally speaking, I have had some clients where they're like, depending on their industry, um, the one that I can think of off the top of my head, it was a vet and she, I don't even know what it was. They did some kind of test or whatever, where they were exposed to barium quite frequently because of that test. And so she was like, could that be part of it? And I was like, it could be, right? Um, And then the other thing that I look at is the the calcium to potassium ratio, which we're going to get into potassium here in a second. And that lets me know if you're eating enough calories or not. But if you are wanting, if you're having low protein, you're eating a lot of sugar, that is usually your body saying, hey, I need more fuel for to sustain life, right? To sustain energy, to sustain, um, the normal day-to-day functions. Well, this is like the frustrating part with a lot of endocrinologists, a lot of doctors that work with thyroid, their, their answer is just eat less, right? So when you have thyroid issues, <laughs> most of us, actually everybody that I've worked with, there might be some caveats to this. They're not consuming enough food because the hunger hormones, leptin and ghrelin, are flipped on and off. Or like either you're hungry all the time, or you're never hungry, and so you skip a lot of meals. And then once you are hungry, or once it is time to eat, then you're just eating whatever is fast and convenient because you're you're beyond right? Like you're beyond hungry or you didn't prepare well, or now your body just needs energy. And so it's going to go for those sweets. Okay. So anyways, keep that in mind. (laughs) This is no judgment. Um, I, I really believe that a lot of this happens because our body is trying to tell us something and we just don't know. We just don't know what it is, right? Like, this is why I have the podcast and I do so much education for you guys because I really want, <laughs> I want all of us to understand that a lot of times you're just reacting physiologically to something ex- internal, right? Like, your body is reacting to something internal that you can't see and this is why you're like, I feel like a failure. This is why I can't stick to diets. Like, I don't have self-control. I'm not this. I'm not that. All right. So (laughs) here is what, to give you guys kind of like a a little bit more on protein. So protein should be consumed with every meal. So before we move on to fats, I want to talk about thermogenic foods. So thermo means heat and genic means creating. So therefore thermogenic means heat creating. So when you create heat after eating, you will ultimately burn more calories and have fewer available calories to be stored as fat. So protein is highly thermogenic. Protein is big and it contains a lot of molecules that need to be broken down into single amino acids before they can be absorbed as fuel and used as fuel. So when you have... um protein with your meals, your body creates heat while breaking it down, which burns calories, which helps balance blood sugars, which is going to aid in better hormone management, weight loss, better mental clarity, energy, all of the things that you guys are looking for. Okay. So let's go into that thing that I talked about earlier, (laughs) Um, potassium. So this is something uh, like, if I'm fully honest, I had, like, I didn't realize the benefits of getting enough pro- uh, potassium for clients when I started working with them inside the Hansen Method. So really, we need to make sure that we are incorporating potassium-rich fr- foods. Now, here's the interesting thing, and I'm going to give you guys a list And this is why I've been talking about this so much on the podcast recently because I want everybody to understand this because I didn't, okay? (laughs) Um, But potassium is really, really important for the adrenal and cortisol um, and and for the body, right? So potassium is going to help support blood sugar through insulin, like properties that help glucose get into your cells so that... You guys aren't creating, like, you're not creating so many carbs. Now, here's the other interesting thing with thyroid. And again, I want you to know that this isn't your fault. You, when you have thyroid issues, you crave more carbs because. This potassium is low for our body's cellular sensitivity, so it's not allowing the glucose to get into the cells properly, which is telling your brain, Hey, I need more sugar. So then you get stuck on this like roller coaster ride of blood sugar imbalances, but then your body isn't utilizing those carbs as quickly as they should for a whole host of reasons, which we won't get into in today's episode. So then you get stuck on this cycle, okay? And you need more carbs. That's kind of <laughs> that's the the base level. Not base level. That's the watered down simplified version <laughs> of it. Okay, so the second thing is when you have enough potassium, that helps thyroid hormones get into the cells, which is going to help with me- your metabolism, headaches, it's going to help with um, blood sugar issues it's going to help with hormone regulation all of all of that portion right then it also helps to maintain the electrolyte balance inside the body it helps maintain um, a good healthy blood sugar not blood sugar (laughs) blood pressure um, reduces bloating water retention and helps to balance sodium inside the body So there's also this really delicate balance between movement in and out of the cells via the sodium to potassium pump. Most of us are consuming enough sodium in our diet (laughs) um, and we're not getting enough potassium. And a big part of this is a lot of the foods that are rich in potassium have somewhat been demonized by the dieting industry because they're high in carbs. One of the best sources of potassium, uh, like it is a russet potato with the skin on, and that has 952 milligrams of potassium. And we need, uh, like I always tell people between 3,000 to 4,700, I would love for you to be closer to the 4,000 mark because that's going to correct any deficiencies that you potentially have. Um, another really good source is pure aloe juice. Um, oh my gosh, you guys might have to DM me on Instagram. I always forget the brand of aloe juice that I like, but um, that one has about 900 milligrams cooked acorn squash Eight hundred and ninety six. A cup of bone broth is six hundred and seventy eight, um. Which by the way, I just made and canned like almost a hundred cans of my own bone broth to use, which I'm super excited about. And I used oh four cups today. We're having a potato soup because it's nice and chilly out. Um, coconut water is another one that is really rich in potassium, at like six hundred milligrams per cup and orange juice, um, unpasteurized or fresh squeezed orange juice is going to have about 500 milligrams of potassium. So the point being is we need to, well, actually, let me back up and go to the point. So I know a lot of people will tell me I can't have potatoes because they're Really high in carbs, and you know I don't do juice because it's really high and it you know spikes blood sugar and it does this and that and I don't like coconut water and I don't like aloe juice and I don't like da da da, da you know and or they're doing broth and the broth that they're getting is really rich in sodium because it's canned right <laughs> from from the store or whatever unless you're getting a, a a good high quality like kettle brand or you know something like that. Um but we cut out a lot of these foods because we're scared of them. I know I have a family member who would not that bananas are really high in potassium <laughs> like we think. Um but one banana has about 350, a little more than 350. But once again, they would only eat half of a half of a banana because they were scared of the banana, right? Too many carbs. And this is just something that I'm seeing over and over again, but yet we almost have no problem diving into the sweets. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> In today's episode, there were three mistakes that we covered. One, not getting enough protein. Uh, two, not eating seasonally. Okay. So change your food seasonally. In winter, eat more rooted vegetables, more carrots, potatoes, radishes, um, beets, things like that, Uh, onions, garlic, those types of things. Uh, squashes are kind of fall time, but also can be winter. You can garden them and kind of eat them into the winter. And then, um, we're in winter. That's why I'm talking about that. (laughs) But, um, and then the last thing is getting enough of that potassium for your body all right you guys thank you so much for being here and if you gained knowledge share this with a friend head over to instagram send me a message and let me know what you loved about this wait Wait before before you go please subscribe if you found value in today's episode leave us a review and share on instagram and please tag us we love your reviews Pretty please?